Welcome to the My Essential Birth Podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Stephanie. And we're professional doulas, childbirth educators, and the creators of My Essential Birth, the holistic, empowering online childbirth education course helping mothers everywhere confidently achieve their best birth. So join us each week as we share tips and advice for all things pregnancy, birth, and beyond. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you can be the first to get new content. And head over to www.myessentialbirth.com for more information about our birth course and to join a community of mamas just like you. Before we get started, we would like to invite you to leave a review for this podcast in iTunes. It's a brand new show, and it's really important in the launch of a new podcast to gather reviews. Will you please help us spread the word by leaving a review so that more mamas have a chance of finding this podcast when they search for one? We read every single review, and we promise to keep doing that. We love what everyone, all of you ladies, have been saying about the Pregnancy and Birth Made Easy podcast here with My Essential Birth. So thank you, everyone, for your continued support. Our reviewer of the week is Sarah S13. 10 stars for Courtney and Stephanie on the MEB podcast. I only see five. (laughs) Since finding the podcast, it's like having two best friend doulas who make you laugh, cry, and feel as empowered as you can in your pregnancy journey. I love that they present multiple views on subjects being discussed, giving listeners the opportunity to research further and make up their mind about what is best for them. Listening to them each week has been a highlight of my first pregnancy journey, and I will miss them after delivering. I recommend the podcast to all mamas who want to get educated and empowered about pregnancy and birth. Enjoy. Sarah, we're going to miss you too. And honestly, it's reviews like that have Stephanie and I going, hmm, maybe we should create a breastfeeding course or a newborn course or a new mama course. But... One thing at a time. Bonus though, right? Because if you are a My Essential Birth member, then you get lifetime access to Courtney and I in our Facebook members only group. So if you're not in there already, definitely jump in. And I have to say this whole making you laugh and cry and all, like that is, I love it. Because yes, that means that you are coming along this journey with us or that we're coming along your journey with you um, and that we get to share some of those intimate and vulnerable and special moments together. So thank you so much. So this week's topic is pretty fun. It's The things that you don't want to bring in your birth bag, or in other words, things that Courtney and I brought in our birth bags time and again and never used. Never touched. But never fear. We will get through all of that fun stuff first, and then we're actually going to give you a little bit of a taste of what we have in our doula bag and obviously a little talk about the essentials that you'll need in your baby birth bag. All right, so things that I brought and way overpacked on that I didn't need to bring at all were diapers and wipes. Mm-hmm. I would bring like, you know, half a pack of the swaddlers and a thing of wipes, always forgetting for some reason with each <laughs> and every single birth that they have those for you. In fact, they have really nice diapers for you for free at the hospital and wipes too. That seems like a legitimate concern though, right? Because if you are learning about newborn babies, you're like, oh, they're going to pee and poo like 12 times a day. Like I should yeah. probably have a half pack of diapers. So yeah. we get it. But it's not necessary. And they send you home with some too. So you're covered on the ride home. It's not like your baby's going to go through eight diapers on the ride home. I don't know. Maybe you're driving a long ways. Um, (laughs) Obviously, if you are a cloth diapering mama, you don't have to worry about this. You do want to bring your own stuff then. Yeah, totally. Um, A side note on you cloth diapering mamas, just let them go home and (laughs) let them go home in the disposable and do the cloth diapering after you're home. Just a side note. Too much food. 
And not just food, too much everything. Okay, so here... Overpacking is oh real. Oh my gosh, it's so real. Okay, with my second, I was like, I didn't want to have the experience that I had with my first, and I don't remember necessarily what I packed with my first. I just remember it being so overwhelming that I wanted to be super prepared with my second. And so with my second, we brought in like two suitcases. It looked like we were going to a hotel or a vacation for a week. <laughs> I had everything. And I mean, I brought like fresh bell peppers and Gatorade and we brought video games and card games and you name it. We had it. I don't think I touched anything. And you know what I forgot to bring that they did not have at this hospital overseas? They told us to bring shampoo and conditioner. I didn't bring it. Oh, shoot. I didn't bring it. So thank you to the lady that was my roommate that I didn't tell I used your stuff. Thank you. That was real. <laughs> All right. One thing I always packed and never really ended up using after I had my baby were things like makeup and really dressy clothes. So I will say, and Stephanie and I both did this, um, whenever I knew I was going into labor, I would totally do my makeup. Why? I wanted to look good in Shave those, my legs, in those my pictures. Toes. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to look good in those first pictures of me holding our new baby. Um, but I also always had grandiose plans of, okay, and when we're ready to go home, I want a going home picture and I want to look mm. so cute. And I would bring you guys like a blow dryer, <laughs> a flat iron, my makeup. And I had really huge expectations. And you know what? It didn't happen once. And I don't feel the least bit guilty about it. You know, it's crazy because I feel like that's the majority of moms go home without makeup and stuff on. But we know what you see on Instagram. We, we know. know. Because we see it too. And I'm like, well, I don't know if we should put that in there actually. Because I feel like all these pictures, these moms do their hair and makeup. And they do have a professional picture before they leave. But those are our Instagram moms and we love you and if that's you that's great but the majority of us are not going to use those. Yeah, so I would say don't worry about it one way or the other. If that's high on your priority list and you are the kind of mom that's going to do your makeup every day of your motherhood journey, good on you. Like I would love some tips from you on how to have the motivation <laughs> to do that. But if you're like us and you didn't hire makeup, someone to do it while you're sleeping after you nurse your baby. <laughs> what sleep? <laughs> I'm just like you're passed out after birth. Like yeah. put the makeup on. I'll wake up and take a picture. But if you go home looking a little bit like a frumpy hobo, you are <laughs> you are in the majority. You're in the right place. Okay. Uh, along with that, I, you guys, I was so hopeful. I'm like, I'm going to bring my pre-pregnancy jeans. You're psycho. And I'm going to walk out of here <laughs> looking gorge. It took nine months to put those babies back on. So. Which I love what they say. Nine months to grow that baby and nine right. months or years. Nine to- in, nine out. <laughs> 90 years. I'm banking on the nine years out <laughs> to get back. Anyway, so don't feel bad if you like brought cute stuff that you were going to wear home and you were like, well, I'm going to lose 20 pounds when I leave here. Yeah. Same along these same lines is underwear. What was I thinking (laughs) packing underwear? I must have forgotten or blocked out of my memory the mesh undies with the pad made for an elephant. Um, You know, like that's what you're going home in. Um, Or maybe you bring Depends. I was a total fan of Depends with births three and four. And that is what I, they double as a pad and underwear. They're quite great. Yeah. I hope that caught you off guard. Like, wait, you don't wear underwear all of a sudden when you're a mom. We're not commando. No, no, no. You just have. That's very far from commando. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a mess. Okay. You just shove that whole half body, whatever, that lower half into whatever you can. and You'll get back into regular underwear. Just give yourself some grace those first few days and maybe don't pack it in your birth bag. Bring Depends or just plan on wearing the mesh undies with the pad home yeah some other ones that I thought were kind of like what about a video camera 
Right, you think like I no. want to capture these moments and or like a professional camera, like a DSLR that mm-hmm. does video. Mm-hmm. And maybe like if you or your partner like photography is totally your thing, that's fine. But one of the things I love about technology is that the cameras within the phones now are so, so good, good. You probably won't need anything beyond your phone. Right. Something that we actually tell parents to bring that we didn't use were the rice packs. Mm-hmm. Um, and in our little discussion we just had, I think it's because I didn't have a doula or like a third person there to help me make sure that they could get me the rice packs when I was going through the discomfort or intensity of contractions. Cause at that time I didn't want my husband leaving me. So there wasn't a third person to like run and go do that. And Michael wasn't allowed to leave my side at that point. Yeah. So. Same here. I would always pack these rice packs, right? You've seen them. They're in socks. I have one in the shape of a bunny. And the idea is that you microwave them for however long they get nice and warm and they stay that way for a while. And that kind of heat relief can feel really good on sore, achy places as you're contracting. And I always brought them. But like you said, when you're getting to the birthplace at the right time, you should be in active labor. And active labor is often requiring and demanding your focus because of its intensity that I wasn't going to let Nate leave my side to go microwave my Mm -hmm. rice pack. So they just didn't get used. And something that I mentioned, like, and, and this had been mentioned to me, which is why I decided to do it, is you're going to have so much time at the hospital or you don't mm-hmm. know how long it's going to be before you have your baby. So, like, bring some books, bring a journal, bring video games or movies, right? Deck of playing cards. Right. Okay. First of all, you should be getting to your birthplace in a state that has you so focused that you're not going to want to be distracted with those. That's early labor yeah. kind of stuff. Um, but... Secondly, just even if you do have the time, I feel like that's not what you're pulling from. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Even if you end up getting an epidural later on into your your labor, I feel like that's time to rest and to relax and focus. Maybe you turn on the TV and watch a movie, but it's not stuff you have to bring from home. All right, so now let's talk about the things that Steph and I carry. We're just going to hit a few in our doula bag that maybe you want to consider bringing in your own birth bag. Okay, so I think on the top of the list actually is chapstick <laughs> chapstick and mints and i bring chapstick for mom not for myself i also brand bring it for myself brand new tube for don't mom. give her a used tube yeah absolutely so remember these are doula bags so this is stuff that your partner should have in their bag or if you have a doula these are things they'll come armed with one thing that i like to use a lot are massage tools um i have this little thing and it's like three pronged and it's called the happy massager or something mm. And it honestly saves my hands, especially if I'm going to be at a lengthy birth. Um, And if she's wanting really, really intense pressure, that can create a ton of soreness in your forearms if you're using only your hands. But when you have a massage tool that you're using, it can cut down on a lot of the work and do a lot of that for you. Um, But I've seen um, parents use um, things like racquetballs because they're hard. They're not super pliable and kind of roll those along either side of her spine roll them along the the hips and stuff like that just or even hold them for pressure yeah hold them for pressure the point being think smart especially for your birth partner right think smart about how you can give her the comfort and relief that she needs without totally killing your hands and your forearms okay side note I did have a mom who second time I had been with them during labor And because of the first time, like you were talking about, he had actually made a clamp that had tennis balls on either side. Oh, wow. (laughs) And like 
full on, she was having early labor contractions and was using it. And I had to laugh. We didn't, we didn't allow that to last much longer, but, um, <laughs> nice try. Use the tools, not literally the tools. Wait, are right? you talking about like a clamp that you use? Like it opens really oh, yeah. wide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a good idea. It yeah. was creative. It's innovative for it was sure. Innovative, but Bless his heart. I, and it worked actually for oh. a little bit. And like he would just crank it. Yeah, well, like yeah, you just like you know like pump it and oh. they go closer together. You know, and I think she was being very sweet, just kind of smiling, humoring and him. Like, yep, mm-hmm, that's great. <laughs> but we got busy with her hands and our own tennis balls. So yeah. There you go. Okay, along with tools, though, that you can use, most doulas will carry in their bag a rebozo, which is, it has to do with the specific way that it's woven, um, but it's more or less what looks like a small blanket. That's a very crude way. I like to think, I think it's a Mexican shawl. Right. But yeah, it looks like a really long, skinny blanket. Yes. So it does. Have, there's some like dimensions and stuff that go along with it. You can absolutely use whatever blanket sheets, whatever you can get your hands on. But what it's used for is to help for uh, not only counter pressure, lengthening, strengthening, but also to help sift or move, um, help baby into a better position, mm-hmm. or mom. Um, to have some pressure against her or, like I said, some lengthening, strengthening, comforting kind of stuff. If natural remedies are in your wheelhouse, that's something you feel comfortable with, then I, as a doula, always carry with me um, some of my favorite essential oils for labor and for afterbirth for mama, um, and also some homeopathics. But again, these are things that I have used and practiced with and feel very comfortable Um, with, and I certainly never force anything upon a mom that doesn't want them. This is something we've had a conversation about at our prenatal visits. What's your comfort level with these things? Because if they've never tried them before, particularly with the homeopathics, that's not the time to introduce it. So, um, but I bring those with me because they can be helpful if we have a labor that needs a little help getting moving and we're trying to avoid maybe some um, traditional interventions. If I have a mom who's feeling particularly anxious or maybe we need some new energy in the room, I find that they're very helpful that way. Yeah, and I think smells, especially depending on where you're birthing, but if it's out of your home, it can help. If it's something you already use, it can help it feel more homey. Mm-hmm. But if it's not something you use, like I, I like especially in a hospital setting because you you smell a lot of the sterileness of being in there and it can take away from that comfort. So I think they smell great to kind of cover that up, but yeah. they also have benefits of helping you relax or get the energy or whatever you need. So yeah. I, I absolutely prefer right for them to be there. And we talk about this, but when we use them, we don't necessarily put them on the skin. No. Um, you can even just hold a bottle up to mom's to mom's face or she can put it on a tissue that you can throw away and get out of the room. There's so many ways to use them. Yeah. The exception to that, of course, would be if you're using a particular remedy for um, right. to help alleviate like some muscle mm-hmm. yeah. things. And again, that's something I have talked to her about. She knows she likes the scent. We've tried it before. Yeah, that feels great. That helped with muscle soreness. Then we'll use it. But hey, makeup. <laughs> okay. So we say, yeah, don't bring it if your mom, um, but I'd love to see a spouse bring it. Can I just... <laughs> Oh, stop. No. Way too many questions. Okay, so this, that's a joke. Okay, the reason that I pack makeup, like I was telling Courtney earlier, like I always have makeup with me because if there is a long birth and we've been going at it or she's been going at it for 12 plus hours and it's moved into the wee morning, you want to be able to look at the people around you and see some fresh energy. 
you don't want to look at your doula or your husband and they are like tired and dead and like when are you going to have this baby that should never be the case so when that mom looks at me i am bright i am cheery or whatever the mood calls for but i also have a refreshed face which i feel like is just encouraging it doesn't it doesn't look drowned out now i'll be honest this is an idea I've never heard before and I love it. If you're wondering, well, when would anybody have time to apply that if they're with me? Um, doulas do take really, really quick bathroom breaks. Very quick. Um, you know, we have to use the restroom too. Mm-hmm. And so it could be done during that time. Yeah. No, I, it, obviously if things get moving and they're super intense, so this would be one of those moments where it's like, we've been at it for a while, things are spread out enough that it makes sense for me to walk away for a couple minutes and then we would come back and, and feel good about that. One of my favorite things to bring, um, and it's just kind of an oddball purchase, was one of those little portable fans. You know, the kind that you've seen at Walmart, they can even hang on a necklace around your <laughs> neck. They can kind of stand up and it's a battery operated fan usually, but I usually find that when mom is pushing, she gets really, really hot. Um, this is where the chapstick can come in handy too if she's exhaling mm. a lot over and over. The lips can get dry. And it's just kind of an easy way to cool them down if, say, cold, wet washcloths aren't available readily. And then just to kind of wrap that up without getting into too much detail, we're not going to get into everything here. Um, I think toiletries are huge. You should be smelling good if you are supporting mom. She should not have to worry about bad BO or stinky breath or something that you ate. So that means you need toothpaste and a toothbrush and decent smelling chapstick. I don't lather myself even if I like essential oils. I don't lather myself up in things that she might not enjoy. Um, And then making sure, yeah, fresh breath. I have deodorant, you know, guys listen up. Okay. So now if you're curious, all right, I know what not to bring. I know what my doula or partner might want to bring, but what do I actually bring? Mm -hmm. We're going to highlight on a few of these for you. We're not going to get into all of them, but we do have a free download for you. That's a PDF, a complete list of all of our favorite things that you may want to have for your birth. And it comes directly from the My Essential Birth Workbook. It's one of the many cheat sheets, guides, checklists that we offer within the course. All right, Mama, so obviously some things that you're definitely going to want to have for you would be stuff like a toothbrush and toothpaste, deodorant, Think comfy clothes. So find a comfortable nursing bra. Find some pajama bottoms that just really make you happy. And have a drawstring (laughs) that aren't pushing on your belly for any reason. You're going to want to have some nice socks. If you're going to be having a hospital birth, we highly recommend bringing your own pillow. We all know the ones at the hospital suck. (laughs) If affirmations give you a ton of hope and help your mindset during birth, bring some affirmation cards. If music and meditations are your jam, bring some earbuds or bring a portable Bluetooth speaker so that you can hear it throughout the room. Okay, and then a few simple things for baby. Maybe bringing a blanket that you can swaddle them in, either for a picture or to cover your car seat. Number two would be the car seat, probably number one. Okay, make sure you have a car seat so you can take baby home. Um, And then maybe a cute going home outfit. We have a couple more listed on the PDF, so make sure to download that if you're curious. The free PDF also has a list of things for your partner to bring. Um, And we didn't get into everything, so of course you'll need like a phone charger and some other simple items that are on there. As always, though, if you have funny stories or any other questions, you need to send them to our DMs. Like if there's something that you thought you were going to use and did not. We want to hear about it. Yes, you need to send it. We'll definitely throw it out on Instagram and we enjoy hearing from you guys. All right, mamas, we will be back with more tips and advice soon. 
In the meantime, be sure to subscribe so that you get notifications first about new episodes. And don't forget to head over to myessentialbirth.com for more information on the birth course and to join our online community serving pregnant mamas just like you.